You're listening to the Heat Up Bros podcast with your hosts, Casey Reeves and Joseph Ramos. Welcome to the Heated Bros. <laughs> Welcome to Heated Bros. Alright, so Casey's not here because he has a life and family and a girlfriend and <laughs> Where is he? People. I forget. He's I don't know. He flew out somewhere to go visit some people for a I want to see your face, Joe. Oh, I'm sorry. I, I, you know, I, I, feel, <laughs> I feel so much comfortable right now. Like, <laughs> Come on. All right. Um, yeah, no, he went out to... I, wanna, I, I don't want to say it's Midwest somewhere, but... I thought I he was know, going to California. Maybe California to go Thanksgiving with his uncles? I don't know. Something's going on. He's doing um, something. Yeah. He's yeah. not here. Yeah, so... Um, it's that time of year again. You know, where, uh, you know, family matters. Where your family's at each other's throats and your mom's favorite dog show is on NBC. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So uh, any any Thanksgiving plans this week, tomorrow, manana? I will spend the majority of Thanksgiving building a new computer. By myself. <laughs> and that's just the way I want it. <laughs> so screw all my family that's coming into town. and uh, They can look. <laughs> they can't touch. <laughs> Please go upstairs. <laughs> I want to be alone with the components. <laughs> They're just like, so uh, you like putting that together with your pants off, right? <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, it's an anti-static measure. <laughs> Boxers only. Yeah, making sure I'm not going to fry this motherboard with too much static. Yeah. um, Yeah, I don't know. I'm, what, spending my cousins coming into town and just spending some time with the quality time with the folks and and dog. That's good. Yeah. Yeah, my cousin's coming in. My sisters will be here. So it'll be fun. We're in a new area. We're not at Joe's house today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We are on on location due to a uh, massive bomb cyclone here in Colorado. So there's like a foot of snow on the ground, and I don't want to leave the house. So I forced Joe to come here, <laughs> <laughs> and so it took me what <laughs> forty minutes. I don't know. Yeah, like, way too long. Yeah, it, t- it took me a while for it was like a, it's normally like a what ten fifteen minute trip, and yeah, yeah forty minutes later. But then again, I did stop for Chipotle. Got to. Got to eat. Got to feed the... My, my face is all... You're hiding. Maybe I should get on the inside. Maybe a little bit more like that. Yeah, there it is, there, baby. There we go. So, yeah. Um, what have we uh, the first thing, store The for? first thing I wanted to talk about was the new VR game from... The, that Half-Life? Half-Life... It's not a. It's not Half Life Three. It's a prequel to Half Life Two. So it's in between Half Life One and Half Life Two. But the big gimmick is that it's a it's a VR game, so you'll need a headset and controllers. But it looks 
fucking crazy. Yeah, it looks it looks pretty awesome. And yeah, it's just kind of I don't know, like the trailer had a lot of charm and humor in it too, which was really Yeah, that's that classic <coughs> Valve stuff. Yeah, you know, it wasn't wasn't just straight up like, "Oh, check out like, you know, you're just fucking killing fucking creatures and shit." Yeah, I think it's the first VR game that's made me actually want to jump into the platform because up until now it's like it's been, you know, the saber dance one. I don't know what it's called. <laughs> um, saber. I don't. I forget. But yeah, saber uh, hero, <laughs> light saber guitar hero. That's a lot of fun. It, I'm sure it's fun, but it's not the VR experience I want. This is something that looks like when you when you think VR games. Yeah, yeah, where it's just kind of like some crazy ass open world. You're going around right. scavenging, looking for shit. You know. Firing at you know animals and creatures and whatnot and yeah that's that's what gets me excited. I'm I'm not excited by lightsaber dance dance revolution. Oh, I, th- <laughs> I think you would after. Uh... <laughs> I'd probably get into it honestly, but I it's for a thousand dollars for something like the I think the valve the valve one and like the Vive. Are like about a thousand bucks to get started with VR. Yeah, uh, yeah. Well, I don't know. You can always get the that PSVR. Is it as good though? I don't even know if this is gonna support. This game's gonna support PSVR. Oh, I don't know. That's that's a good question. But I do know uh, the PS4 uh, supports that uh, nice saber game. <laughs> <laughs> that sick ass lightsaber DDR game that everyone's been raving about. <laughs> Dude, it, it, it is so much fun, man. You get a nice little workout, too. Well, I don't know. Your arms kind of... Your arms... You get, like, an old lady workout. <laughs> you can tie a can of soup to each handle, and then you get an even better workout. <laughs> I need a, at least a three-foot radius around me so I don't knock anything over. Yeah, that's the other thing. I need to clear some stuff so that I have enough room. I think you have like enough space like right here. Yeah. To do a full circle with my arms outstretched. Yeah. That'd be good. I know. We, we just we, we need to hurry up and get to like that uh, Ready Player One tech where it's all like you get the, the nice suits and Yeah. You can feel stuff. And the nice running like pads and shit so like you can like walk around but you're like stationary because the ground's moving but you know you're you know. Yeah. I don't know how, I don't know how the walking around is gonna work. They said that could be like, uh, what do you call that? Where you teleport? It could be teleporting. Where oh. you like look where oh, you want to okay. go. Okay, so so yeah, so that way. that's like the big issue with uh, I think with VR currently is that um, you can incur like motion sickness. Yeah. Because like you know visually you're like moving. But then, like, your body's not moving. Yeah. <laughs> and so, you know, like, if they found, like, a way to actually, you know, cheaply have, like, something that you can, like, like, some sort of, like, a treadmill device where you can, like, walk on. Yeah. Where <laughs> you can, like, so that it would match. Or, or like, a <laughs> hamster ball. <laughs> yeah, <a> giant <laughs> hamster ball. That's supported on every side, so you just kind of walk actually, around this that's hamster That's actually ball. not a bad idea. <laughs> uh, I'm going to trademark that, and please don't steal my idea for the giant hamster ball VR. 
all you need is a eight by eight cube in your house <laughs> and we will install a hamster ball. <laughs> um, but yeah, so, so yeah, the, the easy work around, <laughs> around that motion sickness thing is that, uh, yeah, it's like a weird teleport thing. So it's just, it looks like you're just kind of like jumping as like you're moving. Yeah. I'm not sure if I like that. I understand why it's necessary, especially in VR, because, yeah. you know, there's not a great walking mechanic, but I feel, because it's going to have the option, from what I read, it's going to have the option for either using a thumbstick to walk around mm-hmm. or teleporting. And I feel like I'm going to be a thumbstick kind of guy. I don't know. Like, I, I played uh, Skyrim, I think, on the, the fifth or fourth <laughs> go around on VR. And, uh, yeah, for at first, like, you know, the running thing, I don't know, the, I don't know, I, I switched it to the teleport and it just. It makes more sense that way too. I don't know, it just, it just kind of smoothed things out a little bit. So I wasn't so like feeling like, oh shit, I'm going. And then like, like I'm standing still as I'm like playing this game and then like just bumping into shit. Cause do you play, when you play VR, do you play sitting down? Not all the time. Most of the time? Uh, it depends on the game, but I don't know. For a lot of it, like, because it's also, like, tracking, like, your helmet and stuff like that. So if you're, like, looking, so if, like, you're sitting down. You don't you have know, the range of motion. Yeah, you, you may not have the the range and shit that you But if you're in a need. chair like this, you could you could get the range of motion, or is it easier to just stand? Well, I don't know. Like, that's the thing. Like, if you're, like, if you're standing... Like, say if you're sitting down and, like, oh, it's all, like, oh, hey, you need to pick this item up. And it's calibrating for, like, you know, okay, like, yeah, you're an average six-foot person, right? And so you're bending down to grab something and then you hit the ground because you're still, you're, like, too tall. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, so, so it's like, you know, shit's just out of your reach. Uh-huh. And so, <laughs> and so like, that's, that's always something. Yeah. That kind of has to calibrate to how tall you actually are. Yeah. And so. Interesting. Yeah. So if you're like, you're sitting down, you know, there may be like an item that's up on a shelf where it's just all like. I'm not tall enough. I still have the top shelf in the kitchen syndrome in virtual reality. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> this is awful. Okay. Well, does the okay? So I don't have any real experience with the VR. Does the PlayStation version come with something where you like? I know the the Vive and the the Valve one. Are they? Is it Valve that's coming? I think I think it's Valve. Yeah, it's Vive and Valve are the big ones, and Oculus, and they come with those kits to where it like scans your room from like two different corners. Mm-hmm. Does the PlayStation one do that? No, it has like this like front facing like kind of camera that's connect like that mounts onto your monitor okay. television screen. So it's more like a Kinect or a Wii or something. Yeah, it's kind of uh, yeah, kind of more like a a Kinect, and so yeah, it's just you know checking following your body movements but it's not necessarily like scanning like your room or anything for like objects and shit like or that dimensions or anything yeah it's just like you know it's all like hey there's a person there and that's all it like and then looks you for. punch through your new <laughs> <laughs> your new oled tv <laughs> 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 
that's what I'm afraid of. Well, like you can, you know, you can. I think, I think they want you to, you know, sit back further. And, yeah, make yeah. yourself safe. Yeah, don't play in a closet. Yeah. Speaking of which, was <laughs> speaking of closets. Speaking of closets, <laughs> the closet in Porum has a new. I don't know. Where I'm going with that. Oh, okay. <clears throat> yeah, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I was just trying to make a joke, and apparently... Uh, Cyberpunk 2070 <laughs> has a motion-captured sex scene. Yeah, so uh, kudos to those actors. We've got sex scenes in video games that aren't fake as hell. I'm actually looking forward to that game. So I'm wondering if they've, like worked out like you know we've had those conversations in the past where they had like you know the weird like algorithms and stuff for like you know body parts and yeah <laughs> it seems to me because <laughs> you know there's somebody sitting there like all right i have to render and like you know there's only so much mocap can do and so you have to like add add you know the certain, textures yeah and uh you know the the motion, <laughs> the other the movements, and, yeah, <laughs> and so you know, there's some some guy out there who's like coding and having to come up with like, how can we make this sex animation better, <laughs> more real, you know, realistic. Yeah, which you know, sex scenes don't really add much to a game, especially when they're bad. But I feel like I don't know, Cyberpunk has a lot of potential to be a really great game. Yeah, and they could kind of you know change the way we look at sex scenes in video games. <laughs> Maybe it's going to be really cinematic, really tasteful, really artsy. Really, I feel like it's going to be very cinematic and very, you know, very like art housey like. I hope so. Type of like, you know, it's so like why why is there just some like random curtain just kind of fluttering like. Yeah. <laughs> Most video threes. games it just kind of like cuts <laughs> to them going into a dark room together and then cuts back when they're when they're coming out of that dark room. <laughs> and the guy's always just smoking. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I hope it was good as good for you as it was for me. She's all like, it's gonna cost you thirty dollars. <laughs> all right. <laughs> We're looking at you, GTA five. <laughs> uh what else do we have on our list? Um, you saw you saw Knives Out. I did see Knives Out. What'd you think of that? What'd you make of this? Um, Knives Out, I would probably give a solid B plus to A minus range. You know, for for all those Star Wars haters out there who are all like, "Oh fuck, Ryan Johnson!" Like, I don't know. I'm sorry. He's 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 a pretty good director, and yeah, you know, whatever your qualms are about. You know, Last Jedi, like, you can't, you know, knock any of, like, his previous films and stuff like that from, like, Looper, Brick. Um, and then, yeah, Knives Out, another, another fucking, you know, it had a the park. It had an insane cast. No, no. Um, yeah, the cast, the cast was great. Everyone from, uh, shoot. Daniel Craig. Daniel Craig killed it. That um, chick from Hereditary. That other chick. <laughs> I know all of that. I'm, I'm pulling him up. I'm pulling him up. Okay. Yeah, I don't... I didn't really have any problems with that Star Wars movie. I know a lot of people that just wanted to go online and talk mad shit about it. The Daniel Johnson blue milk. <laughs> Casey being one of them. He's not here to talk shit about it. <laughs> right? No, I, th I think Casey talks shit about it because, like... 
I like the movie, and I think he just tries to get under my skin because, oh. yeah. But I think he secretly kind of was all like, eh, it was an okay movie. He's just trying to <laughs> stir the pot a little bit. But um, no, like Chris Evans, fantastic. Jamie Lee Curtis and Michael Shannon, both fucking fantastic. Michael Shannon is same, my same with uh, Tony Collette. She fucking kills yeah, it. Tony Collette. She's from Hereditary. Yeah, yeah. And then Christopher Plummer. Always, always a fucking master, and uh, I think uh, the the new the the big standout from uh, who's uh, the main character who she didn't get like a lot of like in Screen the trailers. Time. No, no, she's she's the main character of the film, but, but the like trailer in the trailers doesn't... leave her completely out. Is uh, Anna de Armas? She was from Blade Runner. She played like the she the looks AI. Super familiar. No, she was in Blade Run- Runner twenty forty whatever. I oh yeah, and she's uh, the new Bond movies. girl in the the upcoming. Uh... She's been in a ton of stuff. I've not seen any of this, but she looks so familiar. I'm trying to figure out where I know her from. But anyways, I'm pretty sure it's Blade Runner. Did you watch the new Blade Runner? I think uh, no, I didn't. I need to. That's War, kind of like War a mortal dogs. sin. But um, I think the the trailer was trying to make it seem like a huge ensemble cast. No, it is a huge ensemble cast. But like, so so like, it's it's basically like this crazy murder mystery, and then like without without spoiling it or anything. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Like the way the way Ryan Johnson plays with it, you know it. He kind of like turns things around from like how you know like movies like Clue or Murder on the Orient Express and stuff like that play out where it's all like okay you know obviously one person did this and that you know and you know it's just kind of more or less like he it's, diverts it's, 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 it's your a, expectations it's it's about it's about uh, not diverting expectations but uh like uh shoot I I'm trying to think. Uh, I think it's more like he he decides to go and focus more on not not so much the the mode like like it's it clearly follows like the formula of like a murder mystery but it focuses more on like the circumstantial stuff that forensics <laughs> There's a forensic element. Like I'm trying to find a way to like not like spoil it. it. Spoil it. Um, Was it as good as Adam Sandler's version on Netflix? <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> I think uh, you know. What was that called? Was it just called like Murder Mystery? Or yeah, something? it was Murder Mystery <laughs> with uh, Jennifer Aniston. Yeah, and I thought it was okay. It was pretty goofy. <laughs> Um, yes, it was. It was, it was much better. <laughs> it was much better. <laughs> That's good. It's got that going for it. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Like uh, the first, the first two acts of that film are just fucking, you know, great. And then like the the third act, you know, where everything starts to like kind of like come together. Like I, I kind of really feel like it does it in like a really kind of. I want to say clever, clever way. It's a clever movie. Yeah. For clever people. 
<laughs> big brains out there. <laughs> where, where, like, you know, you have that whole, like, you know, reveal, like, in, like, you know, at the end of, like, Sherlock Holmes or something like that, where it's just all like, all right, well, let's do a flashback into... We gotta explain it <laughs> step by step, you know, what every, just happened. Every, you know, everything that you fucking miss because, you know, you're paying attention to all the fucking wrong things. And then, like, you're just kind of like, oh, shit, you know? And, like, it was fun. And, like, you know... It was, I don't know, it was a solid film. I was laughing. You know, these old ladies that I was sitting next to the entire time were just, like, apparently having a blast. <laughs> I can... <laughs> old people at the movies. <laughs> They're either the best or the worst. Yeah, it was, it was funny. So I, so I get into the theater, right? And, like, I'm sitting there. It's uh, an advanced screening for the film. And... Uh, and this lady's all like, oh, yeah, you know, those like cards and stuff that they handed out to you, you know, when you came in. I was all like, oh, yeah, yeah. She's all like, yeah, if you, you punch in that code, you get a free drink. I was like, no shit. <laughs> That's crazy, old lady. I love your couponing spirit. <laughs> and so, so I helped her friend on her little smartphone, like, <laughs> do it. And like, we both got free drinks and. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We were hanging out with them. It was just kind of funny. And both of them, like, the entire time were just, like, you know, well, I don't know, like, you know how old people are in the theater where it's just kind of like, you know, volume isn't a (laughs) thing for them. They just don't understand how loud they're being. Is (laughs) that what you're trying to say? (laughs) I don't know if it's that they're hard at hearing or whatever, but they're clearly using outdoor voices. Yeah. (laughs) Instead of, like, quiet whisper voices. They left the hearing aids at home. (laughs) And so, like, you know, both of them are, like, kind of conversing between each other, trying to figure out, like... Well, who did what? Who did that? You know, type of deal. Well, clearly it was this person. And then, like, there's a big plot twist. And then they're just kind of, like, stumped. <laughs> like, <laughs> what just like, happened? <laughs> they're asking each other at, yeah. like, outdoor level volume. <laughs> it, was, it was, uh, I don't know. It was, it was fun. And I think that also kind of, like, added to, uh, you know... You know, charm. I did notice the trailer says, see this movie with the largest crowd you can find. <laughs> have you have you heard that in no. the trailer? No, no, no. <laughs> it's on the or the TV edit of it. Like the announcer voice is so 90s. <laughs> He's like, NBC News says, see this movie with the biggest crowd you can find. Yeah, I don't know. Like, okay, so, so, okay. So the other thing though too is that Clearly, a lot of, like, the the different characters, you know, are clearly different, like, types of, I guess, trollish type of, like, stereotypes and stuff that you would encounter online. Which is... Is, is if you're like going to go and analyze this whole film? It's a social commentary <laughs> on the internet, trolls. <laughs> and so, uh... You know that that was another thing that I kind of you know found pretty pretty interesting and kind of fun because it's just like clearly clearly like there's a point where it's just kind of like you know this is this is what he has to say about all the fucking haters out there. Fuck the haters is basically what Ryan yeah. Johnson said. <laughs> this is his fuck the haters movie, and he's all like, "Guess what? I'm still doing my trilogy." Fuck you guys. <laughs> gonna come back with that. Come back with that next Star Wars. 
Well, Joe, are we going to be missing you the next couple of weeks? What's going on with your schedule? Um, so I am going out of town to do some some work, film work, as always. Always got to pay the bills. It's exciting film work. Woo! I don't, I don't even know what I'm doing. I'm just doing interviews and stuff, so. For? Some type of charity corporate organization. Oh, okay. Okay. That's not as, as exciting <laughs> as I thought it was going to be. No, it's it's just going to be like, hey, we're flying out. I'm going to live it up at like a La Quinta. And, uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> Dude, I love that first night in a hotel sometimes is so nice. Because you just like travel all day. Are you getting separate rooms? No, that's the oh, important thing. That's, I do not know on top of that. Uh, the worst part about traveling <laughs> with people is if you don't get separate rooms, then it's just a miserable experience and you're all going to come home sick. It doesn't matter if no one was did sick that, when you did got that there. Did, did that happen when we went out to California? Um, I want to say yes. <laughs> Blake was looking pretty green the entire drive back. Yeah. <laughs> No, I, I mean it, it depends. If it's a good good crowd, sharing a room is not terrible. But yeah, but when it's like you're traveling with like complete strangers, you have like weird bed habits. Yeah, and shit. especially if it's for work and like you've been working all day, you want to just go home and just not talk yeah, to just, people. You just want to chill on Netflix, but then they're all like, "Hey, let's go out drinking," and you're all like, mm. "But we have to be back up at like five a.m. We're on vacation, type of shit." I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. The other people that I'm traveling with are not like that. They seem pretty cool. They're they're pretty cool. And they chill. seem okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to give them too much credit. <laughs> Never. Mind. I don't want to. I don't want to go. Don't search it up with the people that are going to be paying you the next couple of weeks. Because I don't know if they actually listen. There's no way. You say that. Uh, I heard you're talking shit on the podcast. Cool. (laughs) Yeah, bro. Like, uh, you know. You know, I'm just acting cool for my friends on YouTube. (laughs) I really just need the likes. Yeah. Um, what's going on with Nintendo? They're oh, everything's on sale for Black Friday. Oh yeah, Black Friday! Yay! The you know, it seems like okay. Well, so, okay, so surprisingly, you get this right. So, you know, people are always like arguing, like you know, Black Friday is like the busiest shopping day of the entire year. Yeah, technically, it isn't. <laughs> what is the busiest shopping day of the year? It is uh, usually. Uh, Super week, Bowl? The weekend before Christmas. Huh. Well, it depends what kind of store you are. If you're a liquor store, it's the Super Bowl. Yeah. But if you're a toy store, yeah. The yeah. weekend before Christmas, it's all those deadbeat stepdads <laughs> <laughs> going out for last minute gifts. Love you, Ron. <laughs> Thanks for showing up to my baseball games. So here's what I've noticed. Is, so I think, uh, let me know if this is a new thing, because I, I, I seem like I just noticed it this year specifically that more companies are saying Black Friday prices the whole week leading up to Black Friday. Yeah. So they're really, they're, they're really trying to keep hordes of people from trampling each other. Um, I don't, I don't think, I don't think that's like what they're trying to get at. I think over the past 
couple of years, you're suddenly looking at companies like Amazon, where they have like their big uh, Cyber Monday. Cyber Monday, where <clears throat> essentially like a lot of companies can't really compete with that because Amazon could hoard massive amounts of like these items. Where yeah, they have the scale, like your, the economy your, of scale. Yeah, where like your local retailer can't. You know, keep up with the, you know, they they just don't have the space to have, like, you know, 20,000 televisions right on hand, you know. And so... It has nothing to do with consumer safety, is what you're telling me? Yeah, no, it has nothing to do with consumer safety. Basically, what they're doing is just trying to get, you know, uh, get rid of, like, excess stuff early. Oh, so they can have an even crazier deal on the actual date, or what? Well, no, because it all eventually, like, it ends up being, like, a lot of the same stuff. But, like, uh, like, like basically, like, you know, they, they want they want to be able to clear, like... Keep a flow of inventory rather yeah, than yeah, selling keep, it all out on Friday. Yeah, yeah, keeping a better flow of inventory if they could, you know, sell a little bit more shit during the week. and. Well, know. also, I feel like a lot of people just don't want to go out on Black Friday because they've heard the horror stories. So well, there's a huge number of people. It was the last year. <laughs> I did go out for Black Friday Of course last you year. did. <laughs> You're the problem. <laughs> I only wanted two video games. Okay. Uh-huh. Um. Ended up with seven. <laughs> it was a great deal. <laughs> they, they were literally like throwing the shit away. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> no, uh, uh, it was uh, it was at a, a Walmart. No, it was at a Target, and there there was like this lady who had a bunch of like shit in her cart, and I'm just kind of like perusing, just kind of looking for shit, you know, to see what they had. And uh, this is after I bought my games at at Best Buy or whatever. So you already had what you needed. So yeah, so, you're just being uh, yeah diligent, <laughs> making sure there's not any other deals you're gonna miss out on. <laughs> and so this, this poor lady, like it was kind of actually ridiculous, kind of like vulture, like uh, how a lot of these people were just like vultures, and uh, she like puts her pulls her card up in front of an aisle. She leaves her card unattended. First mistake. <laughs> she walks down some aisle to like look at some shit, and like there were clearly people who were like watching her and saw shit in her cart that they wanted, and they just like you know walked by and just grabbed it and just fucking kept walking. Jesus Christ! <laughs> and like I saw at least like you know three people fucking like just snag stuff out of her cart. Yeah. And she just kind of went back, and she was completely oblivious to what had happened. And she just kind of threw the item in her cart and just kept walking, you know? Jeepers. <laughs> Dude, Americans. Frickin' Americans. <laughs> it's so bizarre. Well, hey. There's, like a, <laughs> there's a holiday where you can just go out, spend all your money, be a total dickhead to some old lady, and then... All in the name of of consumerism, consumerism, yeah, and like saving a few, like saving I don't know a hundred bucks on a TV or something. I don't know. So, oh, okay. So well, <laughs> you're defending this, you're defending these vultures now, no, Joe. No, no, I'm not <laughs> no, no. That 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 type of shit's like kind of like really really fucked. <laughs> but up. you can get some great deals on TV. <laughs> let, let me say, like, in defense of consumerism. <laughs> 
<laughs> no, the, the best time to buy televisions is during uh, the second quarter of the year. Everyone knows that. During springtime. Everybody <laughs> You knows don't have that. to tell me, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> actually, actually, first quarter. Usually, oh. like... Uh, In the fuck you, it's January month? Um, everything that, like, around... Uh, everything that leads up to uh, Super Bowl. Because mm. TVs go on super discounts because they're getting rid of all of... Uh, last year's models? Last year's models, because uh, during the second quarter is when they put out all the the new models so that's why you have all those tv discounts around uh yeah i've been Super wanting Bowl. to get a new tv but if i'm gonna get a new tv i want like the best tv because like we have a bunch of like okay tv they're really big tvs but they're not the best displays they're they're you know, like cheap displays 720 with uh you know a hundred <laughs> color. Yeah it's <laughs> not know, like- great like but but now they have like they have oled and the HDR modes and stuff like that, and it yeah. would be nice to have something that can do. Yeah, that that's a, the, level the, of the the television image. I have has a has a Dolby Vision and like an IMAX setting in there. Yeah, which is like they're, they're pretty 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 crisp, but they're expensive as fuck. Yeah, well, I took a twelve month finance, and oh my god, next month I'll be paying that off. <laughs> <laughs> And that was 12 months ago. <laughs> yeah. Last was, Black was, Friday, yeah, actually. Yeah, last <laughs> <laughs> God damn it, Joe. That's how they get a, you. Was that a Best Buy? Huh? Yes, it was. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's... So the one that interests me right now, for especially for what I do, is this... Um, it's a Samsung OLED. So it's, like, the best display. And it's got a color-calibrated like pro mode mm-hmm. where you can display like oh, perfect colors and you don't have to worry about, you know, shitty monitors fucking up your videos. Yeah. Where you're just sitting there watching it and then all of a sudden you put up on the big screen and I'm like, why is everybody orange? Yeah. That happens to me <laughs> all the time, especially at, um, like I always end up with, with corporate videos, especially you end up playing it in front of, I don't know, a bunch of corporate people at a dinner or something. And, the hotel has the cheapest projector that you've ever seen. <laughs> and you throw this like this video that you slaved over for days and days and days, making it like the color all perfect. You throw it up on this cheap ass projector and then oh, it's like, it's like garbage. Yeah. You're like, Oh my God, they look like Oompa Loompas <laughs> or like everyone's fucking orange and purple. And I need to like go back to the drawing board or just like quit <laughs> <laughs> or just bring your own, uh, <laughs> Just sign in. Just sign in the contract. You must only play uh, on a color calibrated projector. <laughs> no, but if you, I don't know. I don't know that much about. I need to learn more about color grading. That's the big thing this year. That's why I have a, I have a new small monitor that's very color calibrated. It looks very fancy from here. Zero bezel. Yeah, there's no bezel on that shit. Yeah, it's a, it's a. Oh, that's the other thing too. Is like, man, like. These little improvements drive people insane. <laughs> you know, just like shrinking the bezel just makes the TV going experience so much better. <laughs> I didn't realize, like, I haven't updated my computer in six years. <laughs> it's got some chunky bezels. Yeah, that thing is six years old. And then I ordered this new computer, and I'm just like, even like the new mouse and keyboard, and I'm like, holy shit, this new mouse and keyboard is like, insanely good compared to my old like six-year-old mouse and keyboard yeah 
it's like little things that you don't even expect to have improved over Bro, then it's just all that like you know instead of uh doing a, a spring-loaded whatever we've decided to add in like you know a compressed air thing type of shit and you're like uh-huh. so, so i have to pay a hundred dollars for that shit and then yeah. once you get on it you're just like fuck i was like kind of pissed <laughs> at that how much i paid for like a wireless mouse but then when i got the wireless mouse i was like oh Ooh, I, oh my god like, just rubbing it on your nipple and like the key uh it's just it's fantastic Technology's amazing. And it's getting even more amazing. Yeah. We're living in we're living in the future. You know? <laughs> Sorta. Kinda. I don't know. It turns out uh, you know, the very first Blade Runner. Uh-huh. That technically now takes place in the past. Bummer. We don't have flying cars yet. We don't have like giant metropolis mega cities anymore. What did you think of Mr. Uh Tesla's truck? Oof. I saw, I think, I think, uh, the funniest meme I saw on that was, uh, I don't know if you know the Pokemon Porygon. Nope. So it's like kind of like a little boxy looking, <laughs> like, uh, you, you know, those like little dropper things that have like a little bird on it that like goes dunking into the water and it's just like going up and down, bobbing things. Uh huh. So basically, it looks like a super little boxy version of that. But anyways, the funniest meme of it was that they kind of like put a couple of those trucks, stacked them together, and like looked exactly like that Pokemon. <laughs> <laughs> it was kind of funny. But I don't know. Like, it's 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 ugly. It's ugly, but in like a very futuristic way. Like, like I, it looks like something. That should have been on, like, Minority Report in the background. Right. <laughs> it looks, like, like, straight out of uh, a sci-fi movie. Yeah. And uh, then on top of that, it didn't help the fact where he's sitting there talking about, like, the, the glass strength. And he takes, like, the sledgehammer during his presentation and <laughs> breaks the glass. Yeah, it was a glass. It was a steel ball. That yeah, yeah, yeah. But there's a, there's a theory going around right now that I think is actually pretty probably right. That they knew that was going to happen because they wanted to get the news coverage, they wanted the memes to blow up, and they wanted to get the internet talking about it. And and that actually makes a lot of sense to me. I feel like they're smart enough to know that that oh, what's what's that called? It's not cancel. Uh, what the fuck's it called? Uh, they're, they're they just they're yeah sp- yeah I know what you're saying, but like they're they're like people who like go out there and like do stupid shit like that. Like, uh, what's that fucking YouTuber? Something Paul. Logan Paul or whatever. Oh, yeah, yeah the dead body does, thing and yeah, stuff. Yeah, does stupid shit like that where it's just all like, you know. Viral marketing. <laughs> Vi- yeah. So there's a theory that, you know, they knew it was going to break and it gives them a chance to show the product again in a couple months with the improved design and glass that doesn't break. Yeah. So that that's, I, I think that's. I think that's kind of smart. Kind of smart. Break that glass, make the internet go crazy, and then bang, hit them with it again in a couple months. <laughs> like, uh, there's like, uh, <laughs> oh, <laughs> God, there's so many like stupid memes with it and shit like that. There's oh, like, yeah. a, <laughs> like one of those like a Ford like uh, commercials where they're like showing it like towing the damn truck and shit. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I don't know. It was good. But uh, yeah, I don't know. It's it's uh, yeah, it's fucking ugly, and 
<laughs> you wouldn't drive it? <laughs> I don't know. If it's affordably priced, maybe I would consider it. Well, but. in terms of trucks, <laughs> if you look at where the F-150 sits price-wise, I think it's actually cheaper than the F-150 for mm. the entry model of this truck. How green do I want to be? <laughs> I don't know. It, unfortunately, I'm just, I'm just thinking back to uh, this one guy that I met who was like, <laughs> who, uh, a bit of a fuck boy. <laughs> a bit of a fuck boy. No, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. You could definitely <laughs> say that he worked. He worked at the for. Uh, he was like a like a vice president for like some uh, cannabis company or whatever, and <laughs> and he like shows up like late to this interview thing. In his fucking Tesla. Oh, yeah. <laughs> He's all like, oh, yeah, it's it's completely, like, decked out and shit, you know? And it's a rich dick's car, is <laughs> yeah. what you're trying to tell me. <laughs> yeah, 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 basically. <laughs> the pre-orders have gone insane. So many people have, like, pre-ordered this car. And by that, they just put down, like, a $100 deposit for when the car actually comes out. We should uh, put down a hundred dollar deposit in yeah, that. and just pray <laughs> that we can afford it when it actually comes out in three years. <laughs> I'm all like, uh, we can. Uh... It's bizarre to me that those <laughs> things are just going to be rolling around the city. Yeah, I don't know. I guess, I guess, in a way, like somebody has to kind of jumpstart that like futuristic design, because I don't know. I've, I've seen so many like really crazy concept cars that come out from all these like manufacturers and stuff over the years. But then they make the and same then, car. Over and then, there. and then what ends up happening is all like, Hey, check out this, this concept idea for the, the 2022, you know, whatever. And you're all like, Oh man, that looks kind of fucking sick. It's all like sleek. It has these crazy ass lines and shit, you know, and it's and then, some wild <clears throat> miles per gallon. Yeah. And then, and then, you know, 20 and then what's going to happen? 2022 rolls around and then you're just going to kind of get like, you know, the same model that's currently out there, but yeah. like slightly like altered and cleaned up a little bit more, more refined. I'd if say. you've been in like a, a Chevrolet truck, the interior has not changed since maybe 2003. It's all plastic. It's all the same. <laughs> and, and I like they do it because it works, but you're getting marble countertops and giant touchscreen <laughs> in this truck. Like that's that's fucking cool. <laughs> Man, like yeah, I don't know. Like it's just I, I do feel like yeah, it's it's just kind of one of those like all right, you know, like we're supposed to have cars like this. Like we were supposed to have these <laughs> back back at like you know ten years ago, <laughs> before ten years ago. Yeah, you know? and uh, yeah, they're still you know we're still. You know, building the same same F one fifty every year, F one fifty and stuff like all right, so slightly like rounded, you know, corners. It's just gonna be kind of a little boxy. Ooh, <laughs> and I'm not gonna lie, I like the look of the F one fifty. I think it's a good looking truck, but I don't think anything's changed about it since '95. No, not at all. I mean, the, the the body has changed, and I you mean, know, they 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 added like, oh hey, here's a little step thing. It's not changing can... fast enough. It's what I'm trying to say. Yeah, it's, it's a lot of weird... It's it's not even like Apple increments. It's like minute increments, you know what I mean? Yes, but in their defense, they are the best-selling trucks. They're still the best-selling trucks. Oh, yeah, yeah. They're, they're people, who, are, people who drive F-150s... I used to be one. I used to drive a 94 F-150, and they keep buying F-150s. 
people yeah. who you're all like, but I love my CB now. Yeah. <laughs> I needed something a li- that didn't get 15 miles to the gallon <laughs> less. Um, yeah, I don't know. I just kind of feel like design wise and aesthetic wise, you know, with, with the way everything's been kind of going with the economy and shit like that, you know, all, a lot of these cars that are out there and that have been like, you know, coming out and, you know, just haven't been clear, clear, clearly they're just like, Hey, you need to buy more oil. That's, that's basically where, where they're kind of stuck at. Yep. And so it's just kind of like, you know, we're not going to fucking change anything until. Yeah. I, I honestly think Chevy should bring their Chevy Volt back right about now, but design it better. Yeah. Because it had the battery for electric motors, and it had the gas that it could switch over to when you ran out of battery. Oh, uh, man. Well, what was the company? They just kind of came out with like some crazy-ass new uh, way to uh, uh, do their like electric car or some shit like that. I forgot what it was. But I think that's a smart yeah. idea right now, because I think the big problem people have is they're probably, for everyday driving, people just need the battery. Because, like, even you coming to my house, if I, you, you would have plenty of battery to go here and back and do your errands. Oh, yeah. But if we had to go on a road trip to, say, Denver or go work, go to the airport, then you might not have enough battery. Yeah. So having the option of both rather than having two separate cars for two separate things... I think is a smart way to go, but everyone's kind of stopped doing that because oh, no. Chevy Volt had terrible marketing. <laughs> no one knew what the fuck it was. <laughs> like it's a battery, but it also has an engine in it, and yeah, consumers will figure this out. <laughs> Speaking of someone who owned a Chevy Volt, I'm pretty sure uh, our friend uh, who uh, compared himself to Oliver Stone owned one. Oh, did he? <laughs> yes, psychopaths own Volts. <laughs> Let's call him out. Let's start a fucking. <laughs> and like, I remember I drove it like once. I was all like, this is oddly weird because it's like silent. Yeah. So like you can't, hey, you can't tell that the, the car is on or anything other than like the little indicator light saying your car is on. <laughs> That's a little scary, actually. And yeah, and then you're just kind of like just driving around and like I can understand why now in a lot of like newer electric cars they've put in like fake noise yeah they actually pipe engine sounds into <laughs> some of the newer tests i think it's an option yeah it's an option but like yeah they pipe in yeah those uh car noises that's in pretty fun <laughs> that's kind of fun right <laughs> well it's i don't know because it's like so weird like i don't know like you get into some of those cars and they have like those crazy suspensions and stuff like that so you're just like you're not even like bouncing when you're going off of like weird terrain so it's just like We're it just feels going. like you're just gliding like that's bizarre <laughs> I'm like, no, I, I need to be able to feel the dirt and the earth underneath the car. As yeah. Like. Well, you can get a Bronco. Yeah. Lift it up a little bit. <laughs> I used to have one. A, a Bubba truck. <laughs> They're pretty fun. They're fun. Honestly, I kind of miss my lifted truck. Be good to have a fuck around truck. Yeah. Everyone needs one. Just something that's falling apart and... Let's put a little duct tape there. (laughs) (laughs) 
Exactly. Well, is there anything else, or should we just cut this one short? Do we need to cut it short? I think we have... We have stuff? I think we had some more stuff. Okay. Like... I just had it. Oh, here it is. Let me go back down. And... Well, anyways, it was uh, Star Wars rice cookers. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. You cannot. Please show the camera. Uh, Let me see if I can pull these guys up. It looks like R2-D2, which already he looks like a pressure cooker, kind of. (laughs) But then they have, like, skins on them, and they're painted just like droids from... Oh, yeah. Here we go. Here we go. Show the camera, baby. What'd you Google? <laughs> yeah, there it is. Yeah, baby. Can you see it? There yeah. You there you go. <laughs> it's on sale right now, too. For $100 off, 15% off. Is that a Black Friday deal? It's probably a Black Friday deal. So get your R2-D2 theme. Also, <laughs> Baby Yoda merch. Oh, God. <laughs> They knew exactly what they were doing when they put Baby Yoda in the Mandalorian. They knew their female demographic was going to go after Joe and all the female demographic. They want a Baby Yoda. Baby Yoda plushes. Baby Yoda t-shirts. They should have like a life like, because it's so small, right? Like how big is he in the actual Mandalorian? It's like, I don't know, but like yay big. So I'm, I'm, be- I'm betting they're going to make like a AI... One that you can talk to or something. Well, like a Baby Yoda Furby. Or one of those, you know those motion sensors? Yeah. It's going to be exactly like that because it'll have a motion sensor in it, just like all your grandma's Christmas decorations, so that when you walk by it, it'll just like say stuff to you <laughs> and freak you out. But yeah, I don't know. Baby Yoda is clearly stolen the hearts. Of everyone. Of everyone. Except for this guy because he hasn't watched The Mandalorian. I know. He's a fucking... I live under a rock. <laughs> I've, I've, how many times have I offered to, uh, too many, you know, every night it's John Favreau, which he's fine. He's made some good stuff. Yeah. Chef is not one of those good <laughs> stuff, but there's some other stuff in there that's good. <laughs> like Iron Man. Yeah. Iron's Man. Iron, Iron Man's fine. Yeah. Um, what else did he make? He made something else that I like. Jungle Book. No, I haven't seen that. <laughs> Lion King. No, I haven't seen that. I've already seen the cartoons. I don't need to go see them. Was that one? Movies. He made one movie that I actually really liked. Um, Elf? Elf is fantastic. Elf is a fucking classic. Oh, Swingers? Solo is pretty good. I think he was a producer on that bad boy. He was a producer on a lot of this stuff. It's not like he directed all this shit. Couples Retreat. Remember that, Jim? I do. And that was a bad movie. (laughs) That was just an overall not good movie. He was not... I mean, it wasn't terrible, but it wasn't any good at all. Anyway. I think someone's coming in here. All right, we're going to cut it. (laughs) Bye. What's up? I didn't know you were.
filming. Well, we were filming <laughs> until you came in. I'll just come by and say hi. <laughs> we need to put a red light out there. Yeah, I guess so. We got our little. Well, it was a good first take. Try again. Eh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, whatever. Right, we're done. Try again. It's all good. And we're back. Yeah. Um, <laughs> fuck it. <laughs> I'm out. <laughs> Thanks for listening. We. Hope you have a very happy Thanksgiving, and we will talk to you soon. Or not talk to you. Well, I don't know. Our social media is kind of uh, non-existent. We'll get there one of these days. But like us, love us. Bye.